H-Town on that boy. Derek, the Black Beast Lewis! Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's <laughs> dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Good evening. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. I am a half-blind idiot. My eyesight's getting really shitty, Matt. Uh, great show today. I, I two guests that we really like. Uh, the champ, of course, Juliana Pena, um, bantamweight champion, fighting Amanda Nunes on the 30th in the rematch, which they're saying is the biggest woman's fight in, in history, and it very well might be. And, uh, of course, also we have Derek Lewis, who is always a fucking treat. Jimmy... The 30th is this Saturday. Yes, it is, buddy. Ah, do I have what? How did the song, how's the summer halfway over already? Right? Um, crazy. Yeah, I know, man. I, it's, it really is crazy. It is July. Mm. I can't tell my camera. They're asking me to hold on. Well, just keep talking, Matt. I'm going to move my yeah, I'll thing keep back talking. here. Uh, hey, first of all, I, had a, I, I got to hang out a little bit. And get uh, when I was with my wife in uh, in Vegas, I shot that that roundtable special with Juliana. Yes, you did, and also with Michael Bisping, Rashad Evans, Forrest Griffin. We had such a good time. And Juliana Pena, did you say Pena? This Juliana Pena. Now, yeah, listen, yeah. Jimmy, I don't know if you remember, but there's uh, um, a video on my Instagram of me yelling. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I was in a um, I was in a karaoke truck car yeah. with all with everybody but Forrest and my wife said I was being a little loud I disagree she was holding my arm she'd squeeze my arm like this a little bit like squeeze it like and I thought she was just having a good time because we were doing um all of the lights was on on uh, Kanye less so I'd be like you know I'd be like you know uh what is it now how does that go like turn the lights up in here how does it go Turn up the lights in here, baby. And I was like screaming it. And then my wife would say, then she goes, and I think everybody was being polite, but you were being very loud. And and I felt bad because you kept yelling at the top of your lungs, let's fucking go. And I and Juliana was in there. And I want, I want to ask her if I was too loud. Because I have to know for the future, Jimmy. Yeah. I have to know. Well, I would think that the funny part is too. Um what? What? My girlfriend is like you in the sense, well, more than one way, <laughs> but uh, in, <laughs> in, in the way of she won't take a hint. Like your wife is squeezing your hand. Yeah. And you're like, she loves it. And like, you know, if my girlfriend is saying something, I'm like, oh, shut up. I'll like kind of kick her and she'll look at me like you kicked me. Like yeah. instead of realizing I'm hinting. Yeah. I, I you guys don't, wife, you guys don't take the hint. I thought she meant turn it up, honey. And I'm like, yeah, fucking Kanye. And meanwhile, everybody's right next to me. And the windows are up. And it, yeah. I, it wasn't. I'm going to guess it was loud. I, no, bet of course you, not. I bet you when you ask Juliana, you say, did you have a good I, I wouldn't start it off with, was Matt too loud in there? Because that's giving her, that, right. that's, that's basically giving her some ammunition to be like, or, or like, let's lead her down a path, saying, you know what, he was loud. I want her, rec- I want to see how she recalls the situation. Okay. Like, I want you to be like, oh, did you guys, I heard there was a karaoke. Uh, yes, uh, I, and I actually heard it from here in New York. Yeah, uh, just, you're, <laughs> that, you're being rude now, because you're, you're insinuating uh, that I'm loud. I, I tried to mean to do that. My apologies. I told that you, bro. I walk into my academy, and I just feel like I'm bringing good energy. But my, the coach, sure. Colombo, Carol, she does the kickboxing at my place. She goes, you break in that place like a, the fucking uh, Kool-Aid guy. Like, rah! He goes through the door. Like, you ever see the yeah. Kool-Aid guy? Put the Kool-Aid of guy course. in the gate. I'm starting to look like him. Oh, I thought you were going to say you're looking at him now. No. The Kool-Aid. But I, think the, I think the Kool-Aid. Hey, listen. Did you ever hear of the high C guy? No. The yeah. Kool-Aid man. He's guy. Right, let's get to some MMA. Because I think we're going to lose the audience. I was gonna say the Kool the Kool Aid guy has some fucking enthusiasm, right? Ah, I think he break through a wall like the Hulk. Fucking Kool Aid. What does he say? Uh, he, he goes, um, hey Kool Aid. 
like that. So listen, Derek Lewis is fighting this weekend. Juliana Pena, hey. Yes. Every now, they, People are saying that's such a big upset. I want to see what's the odds going into this one with that fight. Well, Juliana is uh, the uh, underdog. Oh, sorry. She's, She's the underdog. Uh, okay. Say it again. She's the underdog. She is, yeah. But I, I understand why. Just it's. Not, I don't think it's any reflection on her being a great champion. I just but, think because I, I have my theory as to why she's the she, she is the champion. Let's get her in here. Let's not keep the champion waiting. Let's get her in here. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? How are you, Juliana? What, what did I see? A chalkboard behind you? Are you in a, what's going on here? Where no, I'm in, I'm, in my, I'm in my room. Oh, okay. I like, is that artwork? What, it's nice. I don't know what I'm looking at. It looks like something out of Tetris. I know, huh? Are you wearing a blanket? Are you cold? It is freezing in this hotel. Like, it is so cold. It's crazy. I'm like, literally got eight. The, the thermostat's like set at 80 degrees. I'm not kidding. Oh, it's your hotel. Yeah. We were just talking about, obviously, your amazing win uh, over uh, Amanda. And what, what do you think, what are you expecting from her in this rematch? Um, I mean, you know, fighters sometimes will fight only so many great fights in a row, and then they have a couple of losses. And then there's times where they just get too comfortable. Like she claims she was too comfortable. What do you think it was? What are you expecting? Um, you know, I'm expecting the biggest, fastest, strongest Amanda Nunes that we've ever seen. You know, the list of 100 reasons are out of why. Uh, and so there, there's nothing more left to be done than to fight and she says that she's going to come and surprise me and 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 I'm going to do the same so so we'll see how it goes but I definitely think that we're going to see the best version of Amanda Nunes we've ever seen and, and and the best version of Juliana Pena that you've ever seen and what's the attitude like when you hear that like you're still the uh you're going to still be the underdog now should it be like hey I already beat her handedly so now there's no lucky punch in there that was a that was a beat down. That was domination. I'm still the underdog. What are, what are you people looking at? Is that the attitude, or or you just don't even think about that? They still uh, consider me the underdog, and, and on one hand, I don't concern myself too much with the underdogs and the favorites. I, I leave all that betting stuff to to the professionals. Um, but I will say that, and I said it in the first fight, um, and I'm going to say it again. I, I guarantee you that when that cage door closes, she's not looking at me as some underdog. I think that she absolutely respects me as a fighter and, and I don't pay too much attention to, to what the, the odds are. Now, yeah, my, my theory, my theory on this, because there was no decline, you could clearly beat her and deserve to be the champion. But like a lot of times you'll see it like a, a decline sometimes and then somebody loses. And with her, people could say, well, she had a bad fight. So maybe they're still going to favor one more loss. And I think that, you know, she would absolutely be the underdog. Well, you know, I think at the end of the day, um, that's the whole reason why we're doing this rematch. They said that she slipped on a banana peel and that's why I won. And, and so that chip on my shoulder still there and and that i'm here to prove that she didn't just fall on a banana peel that that i won in dominant fashion and, and that's exactly what i plan to do on saturday night as well it's not just some you know win that came out of the the blue sky it, it absolutely uh was my plan to be her and 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 i'm here to prove it again that i am the new champion and that it's the pena power era now oh say that 10 times fast Pena power, power, pen. what is it? Say Pena it's power the, era. It's the, it's the Pena power era. It's, 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 it's Pena power time. I like that. Pena power. Yeah, the Pena I, power I, era. I smell it 10 times fast, Jimmy. Go. The Pena power era. The Pena power era. I'll do the next eight uh, uh, when, when Julianne is done. Uh, you're right. You're right. I, I, it's hard to say. <laughs> I smell a t-shirt. Not, with it. I, I have a question actually. for Julianne. I already have one. JulianaPena.com. Oh, shoot. See that? We, yep. we were going to steal your idea. You're very smart. Don't tell us before you've actually done it. That's very smart. I have a question for you. Now you were in Vegas. You did this, uh, this, this really fun uh, thing where you, it was, you know, uh, tough champions. Um, oh. And uh, it was mad. It was Rashad. It was Bisping forest. I so mean, much, uh, really so great. Much. I had fun. Uh, yeah. No, it was I wanted. She had a good time. What did you think of the karaoke bus? 
Um, I loved it. I I was trying to to play my jams, but between Bisbing and Sarah, I couldn't get a song in edgewise. Sorry about that. Oh, my, my, you know what's funny about that? My wife said I was being a hog with that. She she told me that she goes, Juliana Juliana wanted to, you know, she wanted to put something on, and you put on the Kanye West. I go, Ops. I wanted to sing. I I was, and to be honest, I might have had a little too much to drink that night. Juliana. No, I, to be I, honest, the only thing that irritated me was that the microphone couldn't reach into the back seat. I was trying to get down on the karaoke and I was in the back and I couldn't reach, you know, so that that was disappointing for me because I was trying to get in on the fun too. Well, could you hear Matt? Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, the him and Bisbing, they, they were having a ball. We were having a ball. We all had a good time, honestly. It was so awesome to see, um, you know, the tough contestants, the tough coaches, and then the tough champions. And, and, you know, I learned a lot of stuff that I didn't know before because that wasn't my time, you know, when these guys were on the show and when they were competing, like I was, you know, still still a, a, a teenager. And so it was really cool to, to see their history and to, to find out things that I, I had no idea about. It was a good time, Jimmy. And, and that show is getting a lot of people hit yeah. me up with that. They like that round table show. That yeah, I really, I had a great time. Yeah, me too. Now, now, speaking of doing the show, do you feel like you, is there any more animosity since doing the show when you had to go versus each other? Do you feel you know her more as a person? Do you feel like you're in her head more? Um, I, I don't have anything personally against her. You know, I think that for me, it was just about finding these next up and coming stars in the UFC, the next generation that's going to be taking over in the next couple of years. And, and that was my main focus. My main focus was to make sure that my fighters were getting the win and that they were doing everything in their power to get their hand raised for themselves and to put everybody else, all the viewers on notice. And then as well as for Team Pena. So I, I think that that was the most exciting part. Can you just give me one second? You guys, please. I am trying to do an interview, please. I, I like that. I like that. That's, that's a mom. Hey, I like that yeah. a lot. I like that shows you discipline your kids. You see that, Jimmy? Jimmy, I, yeah. I'll tell you right now, some people don't, Jimmy. I don't think you know that about parenting. Well, I'm, no, my, I'm my parents about, did. Close to losing it. Isabella. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. I'm not going to ask you again. That's good, though. Stay yeah, that's, that's a stop you in your tracks face. That yeah. would have stopped me in my tracks. I'm not going to ask you again. And that, that probably means you're not going to ask again. So, yeah, that, that's probably very effective. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, all good. Well, I mean, now, when, when you were a kid, how did you, were your parents disciplinary when you were a kid? My, my parents, it was a different era, soap on the teeth. I mean, really horrible. No, no. My parents were all about tough love. They only spoke one time, one time only. And, and I'm very lenient with her compared to my parents. My parents were not nice. And they uh, weren't. You're about to see uh, the not nice come unleashed right now. Um, <laughs> but but you did listen when they spoke, right? When your parents spoke, you, you knew what was coming if you didn't listen. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, yeah, they only spoke one time. Um, was it your mom or your dad or both? It was uh, both, actually, yes. Julia, Juliana's on the move. She's going, are you leaving the room or are you putting someone else no, out of the room? No, no, no. She's in timeout now and she's not going to move. Oh, okay. Sorry. Is that effective timeout? Like they didn't have that when I was younger. I'm older than both of you guys. Does that actually, do the kids respond to that? Yes, they do. When they're in trouble, they know they're in trouble and she's in timeout. I just saw her take a, a little toy that I bought her at Whole Foods yesterday and she just pelted my coach in the face with it. So she's in trouble. Uh, that'll do it. And you know, yeah. Jimmy, don't laugh at that stuff because that makes the kids think it's okay. No, even, I, even when some stuff's hysterical, you can't laugh. Yeah, even I though I would love to have seen that, and I think yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, uh, I get yeah, in trouble with that with my wife. Don't too. let her know. I, I, kinda, think that I try not to laugh when they do stuff like that. Yeah. You know, she she's antsy because she doesn't care that it's fight week, and she doesn't yeah. care. That <laughs> like she knows that. They here and she is itching and scratching to go because like last night we got in late I didn't get a chance to to get her into the pool and so she's literally just like yeah idling on about losing because she wants to go to the pool and I'm like I just gotta get this interview done yes Jimmy let's end this so they can get to the pool I, I, yes. I have kids the kids love the pool no I know <laughs> I have one more question for you then. When, when you're traveling, because I, I think guys have, fighters have different schools of thought. Is it harder for you to travel with family because you have this stuff or is it, does it make it more normalized and less pressure because it's like everyday life? 
you know, for me, it is, I, I have that healthy dose of balance because the reality is, is that I am a mom and that I do have to deal with, you know, raising a family at the same time of trying to, you know, reach my career goals. So, so there's a healthy balance there. And, and I wrestled with that, uh, coming to fight week this time, because when she was a baby, it was a little bit easier. You know what I mean? I didn't have so much back talk. I didn't have so much attitude. But going into this fight week, I was thinking like, do I take her this time? Do I let her stay and, and, and let her hang out? Or do I bring her? I, I wasn't really sure what the right answer was, but she's here. We're here. We're doing it. And, and the most important thing is to be imperfectly real. There's not really much I can hide. There's not really much that I would want to hide. You know, I, I'm a fighter, but I'm also a mom. And, and you know, being a mom kind of comes first in, in certain situations. I love it. I, I'm not a parent, but I love seeing fighters just their natural element deal with the same shit that everybody else has to deal with. I think that's, I think that's great. And, and the fight week, you have to put up with that just like every other parent does. No, exactly. Yeah. And uh, I think that that is kind of gives you also an, a natural distraction from the fight. Like I realize I'm going to have to go get in a fist fight at the end of the week, but I also know that like, I have to also be a mom. And so I think that that's kind of a, it's a welcomed distraction to fight week of having to deal with actual normal stuff too. Very true. It just keeps you grounded yeah. in general. You exactly. Know? That's great. Hey, All right, we'll let you I, get to the pool. We know you got your family there. It's exciting. No, a, I can finish. She's in timeout. If you guys have a couple of questions, <laughs> oh. that's fine. Oh, it's the best time for an interview then, right? Because she's, uh, she's not going to do anything. Because she knows if she screws up now, she doesn't go to the pool. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Are you able to relax and do stuff like relax at the pool? Or, or, or do you get too stressed uh, this week? You know, I, I'm going to go check it out um, soon and, and see what it's like. But there's there's like a, a happy medium, right? I'm like, I'm supposed to be fighting in fight mode. I'm not supposed to be like relaxing by the pool. You know what I mean? But then on the other hand, it's like, dude, you've been working for like over 20 weeks. Take an hour, relax by the pool, enjoy it. You know, you're supposed to enjoy fight week. But that's like the, the, the pool that I have, that internal pool inside where I'm like, I'm not supposed to be having fun at the pool. But then at the other side, it's like, dude relax you know the hard part's over just kick your feet up and let your body recover and just you know take a breath that's true but there's part of you that kind of it's kind of nice that you feel like a almost like a caged animal like you know what i mean because you are about to go to war so you want to it's like it's true your kid or your, your friends family around you could keep your mind off of when you just have to go totally dark like you know what i mean Cause you gotta get to Jimmy. When you walk in that cage, you gotta be. It's 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 bodily harm time. It's either you or them. Yeah. I mean, Juliana knows. Like, it's somebody's gonna have a bad night, and it ain't me. That's the attitude you're going in there. So it's good up until that. You don't want to feel that twenty four seven because you could burn out or just go go nuts. So yeah. No, absolutely. And and then and that's exactly right. I, I gotta go ruin this girl's night, you know. And that's all <laughs> I'm about in the back of my head. Never escapes me that feeling, that thought that it never leaves. I could go, you know, go to the pool and relax for ten hours, but at the end of the day, I know, like, we're about to go get into the real, into the real business here, and uh, that feeling is not going to leave until until after the fight, until after I get get it done. What's the difference in mentality and pressure, being the defending champion as opposed to the challenger? You know, um, I think that it's great that everyone thinks I'm an underdog because everyone thinks I'm going to get, you know, molly whopped in two seconds anyway. So it's like there's no pressure there. And then in the other sense, um, I still feel like the challenger. I know that obviously I'm the champion and that I won the belt. But, you know, with everyone saying that she slipped on a banana peel and just happened to win because she had an off night, make me feel like, you know, I still have that chip on my shoulder that I'm not satisfied with having won the belt that night because I knew I was going to will make me happy and what will make me be able to breathe a little bit is when I finally get this win and I can breathe and say I am for sure the champion I defended my belt properly for the first time and now it is you know no doubt in anyone's mind um and and so there's pressure but I try not to let the moment be bigger than what it is it's a fist fight in a steel cage and you can't get more um more complicated than that because if you do make it more complicated than that then you're you're in trouble did they say the same thing about Rose too? Like, like you know, the, she not uh, she beat Joanna, and then uh, the strikes uh, to tapping, and, and she also beat um, Wiley the same way, very fast. And then people are like, well, but did she really? 
And then she goes on to beat him a second time too. Like, you know, so sometimes fighters win and then people still doubt them. Then you go on and you win the second time uh, against the same person. Yeah. Um, uh, well, there's the argument there, you know, power lost is, is hard to, to come back into that power. You know what I mean? And so um, once it's gone, it's, it, it's gone, but I don't, by any means take Amanda lightly or think that it's just going to be some walk in the park, you know, um, right. you guys all saw, I, I took her, the hardest shots that she had and, and I got hit, you know, um, and, and I'm going to get hit. I'm expecting to get hit. I, I just think that at the end of the day, you just gotta have a, a bigger will and where there's a will, there's a way. And I have a, a great sense of hope that, that things are going to go my way. Well, I'll tell you, Mentally, you seem right there, Juliana. You wear the crown well, okay? You don't seem like the pressure's getting to you at all. You seem steady. And uh, I couldn't be more excited, Jimmy. I'm excited. Yeah, this is a great main event. Good luck on, on Saturday. Um, you know, obviously, you know, she was a great champion and, and you're a great champion for beating her. So I can't wait for this fight. And uh, have, have a great fight on Saturday. It's great talking to you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I'll see you guys later. Bye. UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by NEDS, the official wagering partner of the UFC in Australia. Aussie Fight fans, keep an eye out for this weekend's UFC pay-per-view event as NEDS offers a split decision return. This means if you place a head-to-head bet on any main card fight and your pick loses by split decision, NEDS will pay you out as a winner. Plus, you can pump up your odds with a UFC multi simply by combining your favorite markets across all fights on the card. The action doesn't stop with UFC. Neds has everything you need to take it to the Neds level, regardless of what you bet on. For those sports punters, Neds Same Game Multi is now available on more sports than ever before. And for the racing fanatics, Neds Blended is available on all three racing codes. Blended lets you pick multiple runners to win in the same race at special blended odds. It's never been easier for you to be paid out as a winner. Look, whatever you bet on. Take it to the Ned's level. UFC markets exclude South Australian residents. Split decision return eligible on first $250 stake. Minimum blended odds are $1.10 terms and conditions apply are available on the Ned's website. Remember to always gamble responsibly. Please call 1-800-858-858. By the way. um, Yo, what's up, Jimmy? The uh, Dana White Contender Series. Now, I know we have the results here. Yo, Dana was pissed, bro. Why? He was, what? Why? He was not happy. Obviously, you did not see the post-fight press conference. I did not, no. Well, my buddy, or my fighter, Dennis Bazooka. Bazooka, yeah. And he won. He won his fight. He's fighting a kid from Alpha Male. And the kid was trying to grapple him. He did a good job of defending. But this is the thing. I see, I see Dana's point in this sense. He might have been a little harsh, and uh, but it's but it, but guess what? Like, I get it, I get it because this this is an opportunity, man. And like a, a kid like Dennis is fucking super skilled, and he show, I think he showed some of the skills. And it's hard to fight a guy that's just trying to kind of like stall the game and put you up against the fence. I get it, and I, I understand how yeah. that is, but. Didn't people criticize, sorry to interrupt you, didn't people just criticize Mark Takezi for the same thing? They were saying that he was kind of like like doing doing a similar strategy in a fight? No, Yeah, no, that was a little, he was dominating that. That that was just him not putting enough output out. Uh, Okay. That was him just not, similar, but he was just, he wasn't putting a stamp on it. He was just happy on just winning. This one was more competitive, but it's more of like, where's the urge? There has to be an urgency. A lot, no one makes a difference sometimes. It's not so much the skill, which I think you like in Dennis's point and Dennis's bazooka's case. You, and he's first of all, he's only 24, which is great. And you see that he has the skill. But I think you just need to be a I need, need it's not even so much more aggressive. It comes down to attitude. Like it's just a little bit more of a uh, a little bit more of like a fuck you, I'm not gonna be denied. Put a stamp on it. Don't put like, all right, you're not doing nothing to me. I'm not getting taken down. I'm not doing much. Yep. You're kind of stalling. You're stalling the game, not me. You could look at it like that. Or you could look at it like, all right, you're stalling the game. I'm going to get away from you. Or I'm going to fucking land in elbows. I'm going to, before this round is over, you're getting fucking worst away. You're getting hurt. Attitude means a lot. 
And I think Dana is not seeing the right attitude by these guys because it's such an opportunity where yeah. you should have a, a a real killer instinct going in there. So you fight know, to kill somebody or to, or to beat the shit out of somebody, not to not lose. Don't fight just to not lose the fight. Or just don't just fight just to win the fight. Same thing. Exactly. Same exact thing you just right. said. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, they, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think the guy was doing anything to Dennis. So Dennis is like, all right, this, this guy's just kind of stalling the game. It's kind of annoying. But, but at the same time, he was landing some elbows, some half fists in here and there. There's some mistakes I saw as far as going straight back and some stuff like that. But I don't know. There's room for growth. But I feel like the good news is I see Dennis, one, he had to get the victory. And two, yeah. He's young enough to make that to, to, sure. to have a little bit of a change of an attitude as far as let's let's just let's listen. There's 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 levels in this. That I don't think that guy belonged in there with him. And I think even hear that like I think that uh he should have shown that more. Like, dude, let's just let's just take it. Even even if you do get taken down in, in this process, then then you're hard to keep down. But let's just keep this fucking don't slow the action. Let's get this motherfucker. Right, know. right, right. I don't know. I could be hard on people too, but I just think that, you know, you got to expect that. Like you get all you get in this sport, you don't get given anything, but the most you could get is an opportunity. And uh, when you get that opportunity, now you get it twice. you got to seize the fuck out of that. You know what I mean? Like I've gotten some opportunities that led to op other opportunities. And I tried to seize the fuck out of each one of them. Whereas well, you the did. Ultimate, yeah, I did. You know, not so much the rematch. I didn't seize that opportunity. That's but okay. hey, 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 what are you getting? Two gonna... out of three is pretty good. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Knocked out Trig. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, uh, so Derek Lewis, listen. Well, I just I, wanted to say, Matt, I'm, so, I'm sorry to interrupt you, buddy. I wanted to congratulate Joe Pfeiffer on that Ozzy Diaz knockout uh, oh, in yes. that second round. That, that left was so fucking fast. Maybe it was the camera angle. I didn't see what he hit him with. I, I, I saw, obviously, Diaz drop, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I rewound it 30 seconds on the app, and I couldn't figure it out again. And then I, they had to slow it down and show the replay from above. And I was like, oh, it was a left hook. But that was such a beautiful, fast punch. I watched it twice and didn't see it. No, no. So congratulations to, to Joe uh, Piper. That was a really, really uh, saved, an impressive win in the second. Yeah. It saved Dana from jumping off the apex building. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny. Dana's like, oh, I finally got Loren Lorenzo Fatina. I was happy to see him in the audience. I saw him there. And... Uh, on the television and i'm like oh there's lorenzo so then in the in the post fight press conference you're like you know it's hard to get lorenzo out i got him out of the house i had him like you're not going to just be disappointed it's always a good time with these fights and was, i think that was even more to it that he got his buddy out to watch some fights and that they didn't really live up to the, the normal tuesday night fight. yeah that's why dana's so great though he, nobody has ever said i wonder where i stand with dana you really always know exactly where you stand with him. You know if he's happy with you, you know if he's not. That's all you can ask from somebody. So I guess those guys knew that he wasn't happy. Yo, did you uh, see people, yes. you see that, you see he gave a box of money to that kid from the neck, neck, neck the, the, you never saw that? He gave a box of money. I did present. see that, yes. Now, listen, what, I got a funny thing with that. What is kind of funny with that? It's getting yeah. nothing to do with that at all, but a little bit. Like, look, we're doing a looking Why? for a my birthday passed and I didn't oh, get a box of money. Shit. Mine was June 2nd. Fuck, Dana. But listen, listen, listen. None of that. But kind of listen. Really quick. I was doing a looking for a fight, right? And it was the New York episode. Volante was doing it because Dean Thomas had to corner somebody. Yeah. And it was during my birthday. This was a couple years ago, like two or three years ago. So now look, I don't blame Dana at all. I love Dana. And part yeah. of one of the reasons why I'm such good friends with Dana, I think to this day, is that I, I never asked the guy for anything. I mean, no. anything, anything. Even I hardly ask for tickets. I can think maybe one time in Long Island, I asked for tickets. I don't ask for shit, but I mean, that's not why, but I'm sure it doesn't hurt that, that that's, yeah. I mean, we know you're you know, genuine anyway, man. Yeah, I we're, we're good friends. Genuine. So yeah, yeah, so listen, I don't expect anything, but listen to this. So the fucking producer, Rory. Now I like Rory, but Rory's yeah. all about He'll work your emotions to get a better shot type of thing. He's all about the show, right? So he goes, look. He goes, you guys got to get back to this restaurant. I know you're, we were shooting something with the Rockettes, me and uh, Volante. He goes, look, Dana is going to meet you at the uh, restaurant. Listen, he's like, Matt, you got to be there. Dana's got a present for you. It's your birthday. Dana's got to be there. I, 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 we got to be there so to see your reaction. Now, look, now, Jimmy. Yeah. 
my now the producer is telling me that I have to make I got to we got to be over there at a certain time because Dana, my friend who's a you know, sure multi millionaire. I mean, I have nothing to do with it, but he's, a, he has he's a, almost a billionaire. He, almost well, he's a almost a billionaire, and he has a present for me for my birthday, a present, Jimmy. So I'm uh -huh. like, now like if it was like, yo, you got to get there, Jimmy's got a present for you. I'm like, all right. What is it? A fucking like a dildo or something silly? Like I don't know what you'd give me, but yeah, I I'd expect maybe some shenanigans. But he is telling me my close friend has got a pre a birthday present for me, and I you he, you I have to get there by like four o'clock or whatever. Sure. So now, Jimmy, I don't expect anything, but what if you're in my now? Listen, my mind can only you know I can only wander a little. You of know, course, little, wander and wonder and well, I'm like. All right, he's, he's, he wants to be there, but for like, like maybe could it be a truck? Could it be a truck? I can't think it's a Tahoe. He knows I love Tahoe. It can't be. A, imagine he has a truck. What do I do? I mean, he yeah. a truck? I'm like, what if he does? What if he here? I'm going to have to try to turn something away. So I'm going through my mind where if he gives me something outrageous, I can't accept it, which ultimately, Jimmy, I'm going to accept it. But I of was course. like, but, I can't. but you're going to have to pretend. But Jimmy, oh, God, so, I'm going, so I'm going Boss through my mind. And meanwhile, I'm. I'm like, I just, oh my God, we got to get to this, the next shoot. So, so we get there and in the restaurant, we come in, get, you know what the present was? Um, was a, well, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. It was a truck, but not a Tahoe. No, it was the cash equivalent of a Tahoe. And you knew that that's what you wanted to do with it. Because he gave 250000 to the other guy. So, I mean, I'm sure he didn't give you a quarter of a million dollars, but... He did give you the Jimmy, cash equivalent stop. of the Tahoe. Listen Hold on, me. I'm guessing. Not 250 that's too much. Um, no, you're not getting a quarter million dollars. That was already done. But I'm going to bet you no, gave no, you no, no. close to 100 in cash. Listen to me. First of all. Buy yourself a Tahoe First of all, and nobody, keep the rest. I, nobody owes me anything. He's a friend of mine. No. But the producer told me. Think about that, Jimmy. Think about a producer. Yeah. You have to be sure. there. Matt, Matt, listen to me. You're not going to want to miss this. You, of Dana's course. Got, Dana's got a present for you. Jimmy. So I'm going over there. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God he didn't give this box to this kid before that. Then I would have been like, oh. All right, Derek's right. <laughs> so anyway, Jimmy, it was a cake. Yeah. It was a cake of me winning look, with nipples. Like, look at me. The candles where my nipples are. Look. Like this, pointing to the belt as ice cream. Look, look at me. Like when I won the, nobody, my pose when I won the belt, look. Yeah. That's what it was. And I go, Even I'm better. like, so I'm like, oh, maybe when I slice it open, fucking it'll be a gold. There's going to be money. Or a I'm key. Only, no, I didn't expect anything. But Jimmy, what a disappointment with that fucking cake. I told Dana. I told no, Dana it's Dana, great. But I, as, I, I told Dana the same story right there. I go, dude, I go, Rory's telling me you got this present. Dana's like, oh, Rory, you. You should have done that. So it's not yeah. Dana's fault. Dana no, fault. not at all. Fucking Rory. Especially since, bad. did you see the cake I put on Instagram? The cake I got a few years ago from Ace Freely? Go to oh. my Instagram. It's a great cake. Anyway, let's get Derek Lewis in here. I miss Derek Lewis. Let's get him in here, man. Derek. What's up? How you doing, man? Dude, you look great. Good. Man. How you doing? You look great, dude. Yeah. Who's, a, who's, a, who's over your shoulders? Are they distracting you? Because I got ADD, too. <laughs> yeah, I see, I see you like, I know you don't got a twitch like Jimmy. I was wondering. <laughs> no, Derek, no. You, I was cleaning. You, dude, you look, you look fucking good, bro. How do you feel? Like, look at you. You look solid. We haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, I'm looking good. You know, I got a black shirt on, so of course the black don't make me look pretty good. You know? I, I yeah, but I wear black all the time, and I still have tits in it. So believe me, black can only hide so much. <laughs> So, uh, you, uh, uh, Sergey has not been out of the first round in the UFC. Does that matter to you at all? Or, or does that change your strategy? Like, all right, I'm going to drag this guy into the second or the third. Or is, is your philosophy the same regardless of what his prior record is? Yeah, I don't, I didn't care. Anyways, I didn't even know that, you know, I always learn about my opponents whenever I get these interviews. So yeah. I don't really know that. Now, I can't see you doing too much homework on these guys. All right. Now, did you watch? Curtis Blades versus Tom Asmo No, I didn't watch. You don't watch. You don't. Do, so you don't watch for pleasure. You don't like the UFC on. You're like, oh, let's get some people over at Buffalo Wings or no. You don't do no. that. 
No, I don't do that. No. That's interesting. Do you not like, is it not entertaining you or is it just remind you of when you're fighting and it kind of gets anxiety and that kind of shit? Well, no, it's, I was just um, binge watching um, some a show on Hulu. What? Tell me. I always like a new show. <laughs> it's not a new show, but I've just been binge watching it. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. The old man. The, oh, it's, it's, Jeff it's, Bridges. It's, Jeff Bridges. Yeah. How, how is it? Oh, it's real good. Real good. I like the CIA type of movies. There's also that wow. movie with Star Lord, not Star Lord. Who's James? Not James. Who's the one that's going to the the fucking? Who's the one that's it's the CIA movie show? It's the Terminal List or some shit. What's yeah, his yeah. Name? You talking about um, Pete Spratt? Pete. Yeah, Spratt? yeah, Spratt. Yeah. Not not Pete Spratt. Pete Spratt. I fought Pete Spratt Pete. back in the day. You're, Whatever. <laughs> what is it? What's the, the name guy, of Spratt's name? Jack. No, Jimmy, it's it's Star Lord from Guardians Chris of Pratt. Chris, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to Pete Spratt, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking Who is great. Hold Wait, didn't Chris Pratt just get in trouble with uh, Adesanya? It's not like the actor who tweeted something to Israel and, and then Israel tweeted him back and he apologized? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think that was Chris Pratt, yeah. I like that. I like that Derek has no idea of anything that's going on in MMA unless he's fighting and so basically you want to fight they give you a name you're like all right I'll take it and then you have your team do some research on him yeah we finally watched video on well I finally watched a video of my opponent yesterday you know um, he got fights in the UFC he won three lost one and all that's all I know about him he's from Russia but you don't get psyched out watching like if you have to watch a guy you're gonna fight you don't you don't want to like if you see this guy doing damage to people is that not why you don't watch it like uh, I don't like to watch that I don't want that in my head or did you just have no interest? No, it just don't matter to me. Um, guy, I watch guys go out there and try to stand with someone the whole fight, and whenever they fight me, they want to wrestle, or uh, vice versa. It's, it, the way they fight, I, I feel like my mentality whenever I go into a fight, anyway, it's completely different than most of these guys in the UFC. So I don't look at it like, okay, that could be me. Oh, he can't do that to me and that like that. So I don't look at it like that. Now we had, uh, we have to ask you, we had Curtis Blades on Monday uh, after the Aspinall, that that very strange fight. And he said he wouldn't, I, I mentioned that he didn't follow up and hit Aspinall when he was on the uh, ground. And he said something about unlike Derek Lewis and he commented on you hitting him uh, on the ground, and he doesn't seem too happy about it. Are there any regrets about that, or was it just heat of the moment? Oh, hell no. Fuck Curtis. Fuck Curtis. I would have do it again. He lucky it was her ding fault. So I would have <laughs> let his ass up a little bit more. He been talking shit for three years straight about me for no reason. That's it. He said, fuck Curtis. I think (laughs) so Curtis (laughs) Curtis's point was when when, Tom Aspinall fell down, hurt his knee. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I knew he had enough. He goes, so he's like, I'm I'm a good guy. I'm not going to do it. Unlike Derek Lewis. And then he went to the fight. But again, you guys had some bad blood. There was some shit talking. And what if he survives? And then all of a sudden he survives that. You gave him some mercy, and now you're on. Now it's like, hey man, yeah. you saw what you saw what happened with the mountain and the red viper. You got uh-huh. a fucking that's the Game of Thrones reference. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you same can't way, go ahead. They went on to Tavasa. You know, I had him hurt. I had him like I was on top of him doing this basically almost the same thing, and he got up, and I ended up losing the fight. So, you know, kill him. Kill- Hey, and I think yeah. that's not fair to say that Derek's a bad guy for doing that. And I like Curtis too. You know me. I'm Switzerland. Yeah. But Derek's also this people breaking down in storms and he's he's getting his buddy Trey that's that's right. jumping in their fucking trucks and going out into the apocalypse. And I mean, come on, man. That doesn't sound like a bad guy to me. <laughs> right, Jimmy? Yeah, and for the record, we didn't ask him about it. I was just com- complimenting on the Aspinall on resisting that urge, and he met- I didn't even remember that that had happened. Um, but uh, you, you're also, you're a really smart business guy. Like, uh, you, you, any of the businesses you want to invest in, like you know, a, a beauty salon and a trucking company, do you just have a good instinct, or do you have a person next to you with a good instinct, or do you see something and go, I, I want to do that? No, I have to. I have to um, 
but like invest in other stuff, you know. So I know fighting is not forever. And you got to really prepare myself. I know what type of life I want to have. And I know what type of my family, the life my, I want my family to have. So I got to really be smart with my money um, and put it in the right places. Um, my next thing that I want to do is um, open up a tanning salon. You know, uh, what kind of salon? A tanning salon. Oh, tanning salon. Tanning salon, Jimmy. Does that do as well in Dallas or in Houston? Yeah, it'll do well in Houston. You know, um, in my area that I live in, you know, a lot of people like to keep their tan. So will you have somebody go out and check? Do you, again, do you use an instinct where you're like, I think this would be good? Or do you put feelers out or have a business guy that will go out and check numbers and come back and go, look, that's not a good idea? Like, was there one you wanted to do that you didn't do because it didn't make financial sense? Oh, no, I just check the area. If it's like, if I notice a business that I believe that business should be in, like in the area that I live in now, it's like no grocery stores until like 20 minutes away, 20, 30 minutes. And if I had the money, I would open up a grocery store close by. But I'll just look at the areas and see what what the areas is missing and what everyone wants. It is crazy how many guys, and it's not just fighters, but, you know, uh, actors and, and musicians, how many guys, like, let their accountants sign all their checks and they wind up getting their money taken? No, I don't know. I check my account every day, a couple of times a day. Um, I watch my money constantly, so I'm very smart with it also. Hey, man, I'm surprised fucking Hollywood is not knocking yet on your door. I mean, you're a personable guy, man. You know how it is. You've been around the UFC. Most fucking guys got the personality of a fucking plant, dude. You're you're funny <laughs> as shit. Just your Instagram, you put up that you put up these funny things that anybody I guess could do. I don't know, but you you do it. Yours is like fuck. I don't forget. You have millions of views, uh, followers. Something about you, Derek. It's, it's people like it. They like how you're genuine and you're genuinely funny. Come mm-hmm. on, man. Fucking get into the entertainment business. Yeah, I got it. I got. I did um, a couple of episodes with the TV show Black Lightning. On oh, did oh shit! Did you really? Who'd you play? Yeah. What was my character name? Oh shit! I can't what was my character name on Black Lightning? Were you fighting Black Lightning or you were with Black? Yeah, Lightning? I was fighting. Him. Oh, I, that, I can see that. I was a bad guy. Did you I like the experience? Did you like it? Like that Mr. Freeze or something like that. Oh, shit. So, this is in the comic books. But, yeah. I know about comic books. Oh, wait. Books. Now, we're getting a note here. Uh, it was Daryl uh, Robinson Cold Snap? Yeah, Cold Snap. Yes. Fucking Cold Snap? Would mm-hmm. you? Is that something you'd like to do again or no? Yeah, I, I love to do that. Yeah, it, I had a lot of fun. You know, they had a free ball day, all you can eat all day long. <laughs> free good food. You know, I wasn't used to that, so I like having my own trailer. It's nice how they treat you on a set, right? The way you yeah. sit in the trailer, they bring you whatever you want. There's great stuff to, to eat. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, all day long. Yeah, it, it's a nice life. So that's something that you would consider doing more after you're done fighting and maybe have more time to dedicate to it? Yes, yes, I would love to do that. I was supposed to do a movie with Terry Crews um, also, um, but I think they said that um, the money, they couldn't have, they couldn't afford it or something like that. You're still trying to get money out. Are you happy now, that you fight? I'm sorry, Jimmy. I was no, no, no. Ask, is, does it matter where you fight or are you happy that you're fighting in Texas? Um, it doesn't matter, but I'm also happy that I'm still fighting in Texas. You know, yeah. I lost two so far um, in Texas, and but I won more than I lost in Texas. Also, I started out here fighting in Texas, so you know, so it's no curse or anything like that. And and you're good with you said you're good with money. Was that like my, like my dad would spend everything, and my mom is the one who taught me to be good with money. Was one of your parents better than others, or did you just kind of learn that as you got older? I learned it from other people's mistakes. I learned it from E.C. Hammer, um, the other guy. Like everyone mistakes. Mike Tyson. I learned from people like that, and you know I didn't. I made mistakes. Yeah, I didn't want to um, go down that same road. You know. Yeah, I think M.C. Hammer's the most famous one. It was like the the giant entourages of people he would travel with. It was like $30 million he blew through. I, I think he was like the, the, the first one that people were like, wow, you really can't spend that much on absolutely nothing. 
Yeah, especially back then, what everything was cheaper. <laughs> you spent $30 million on, like, gas was like 50 cents back then. What are you, those, what are you doing? <laughs> I wish those pants would come back in the style, man. Those were comfortable pants. No, those MC Hammer pants. Yeah. I never owned any. I had some Cavaricis, but <laughs> those things look comfortable. No? You ever see those? Did you ever, did you ever own any MC Hammer pants, Derek? No, no. I bet you Jimmy did. I bet you Jimmy did. Not New York. Not only are you correct, but my first head, I used to, to, to work in them. And my first headshots, I'm wearing purple MC Hammer pants, 1990. They were really, I looked like a complete asshole, but they were in style back in 1990. So it wasn't as bad. Oh, no. No, I couldn't wear nothing like that. No, you, even in 1990, you couldn't do it? Uh, probably not. Yeah, it was uh. comfortable as fuck. Now, we just had Juliana Pena. What is fight week like for you being around family? You know, because she had her kids were in the room and, you know, giving her a little bit of a stress. Uh, are you like, do you like to travel with family during during your fight week or do you like to be totally separated? How do you handle it? Oh, I like to be separated. It's good. I even like it if, even if they're at home. I really don't even like them coming to the fights, but they do. So it doesn't really matter. But I prefer them to watch it at home. Uh, only just because of the fans, you know. Um, I don't want them to say any wrong things. Like, with me and my family here, then there's a fight in the crowd then. You know, that's what I worry about. Yeah, I, I feel you. I feel the same way with that shit, man. And then you're like, yo, man, I can't have to worry about you and worry about what I got to handle, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I would always think. Yeah. You know? Are you worried about fans being rude to them or, or them hearing yeah, things they shouldn't being rude, hear? Just being rude to my family, that's all. Yeah, that's, uh, and there's nothing you can do about it because you wouldn't know about it until after it happened. Yes. Um, and, and we'd be had to ask you too, uh, if you, if you, what do you, do you have any thoughts on Tuivasa fighting Cyril Gon? Like you have any, any, uh, how you think that's going to go or do you have zero care about it? Uh, minus three care about it. <laughs> I don't care. And it's declining every day. (laughs) So tomorrow it'll be minus four. It'll it'll care even less. Yes. (laughs) But but being the the star that you are, you're literally like a a punch away from being right there fighting one of those guys. You know? So you think you would give a shit, but ah, fuck it. Derek's so laid back, man. I think he saves it all for the cage. Are you, seriously, are you? How are you around? I can't see you, an everyday guy. Are, are you? I don't. I see, are you pretty chill every day? I, I don't see you being aggravated. Easy. I'm always at home. I'm always at home. I don't really go out unless it's the weekend. We go out to dinner or something like that. Other than that, I'm at home with the family. You know? I do. I do the same shit. It's good. It's, I mean, Jimmy, you get in trouble when you go out. I know. I know. Yeah. On the road, I'll bring my. I'll bring my girlfriend on the road. I don't want to be on the road alone. I don't trust myself. There's some crazy times we live in now, too. So it's like just safer to be at home. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. I got my kids. I yeah. got three daughters. I got them. They're all getting homeschooled. I mean, only because it's weird times. I don't know. From the masks to the shootings to this to that. It's like, yo, what the fuck is going on around here? Yeah. You know? Keep everybody close, Jimmy. That's how yeah. I am. You know? And, Derek, do you have any... Uh, let's say you win this fight. Do you have any plans of what you want to do after? Because, I mean, obviously you would probably rematch eventually against Tuivasa or Gon if necessary. Um, is, is there a preference as to which one you would want to rematch with first if you win this, if it, if it took that to get back to a championship uh, a fight? Oh, it didn't matter who. But um, my main goal after this fight, just get a BBL done, um, get this weight off. A BBL? Yeah. What's that? A surgery. Oh, I <laughs> I missed it. What is it? He's saying he wants to get uh, well weight loss surgery, and I'm believing him. Yeah, I'm like really, I, I, I'm a fucking idiot. I am. Um, well, you look good though. Matt's right though. You Great. do look, uh, you do look really uh, like ready to go. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're yeah. pretty much where you want to be. Yeah, I am. I am. I feel good. You know, just got to see how I'm going to feel fight day. You know, I can feel good right now. And then fight day come, I feel like shit. So, Has that happened? Oh, yeah, all the time. All the time. You know, um, the last time I felt really good for fight day, whenever I fought um, the guy from Brazil with the hairy chest. 
What's his name? <laughs> Gonzaga? No. Yeah, Gonzaga. Once you said hairy chest, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember his damn chest. Like scratching yeah. me on my back when he took my back. <laughs> He's a hairy guy. Yeah. It, it's funny, though. Every fight is its unique experience. You can't just be like, oh, well, this is how I felt. There's times in the locker room and stuff. I mean, I felt shitty and I went out. I fucking did phenomenal. And there's other times, vice versa. So every fight, it's yeah. Gotta hope for the best, man. Train your best. It's out of your hands once you make that walk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. That's how it is, Jimmy. You warming up, hitting pads. You're like, man, you barely throwing punches, getting tired. Then you go out there and last the whole three rounds or five rounds or whatever, like True. nothing. But it's it's crazy. That's why I say it's more mental than physical. It's true, right. man. It's true. Well, Derek, uh, yeah. we love you. Obviously, you're you know you're one of everybody's favorite fighters. So good luck on Saturday. I mean, I would love to see you get back to a, a fighting for the championship again and again. Like Matt said, you're like really one punch away from doing that every time you fight. So uh, good luck on Saturday, man, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right, Thank Derek. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay, Take anytime. Care, Take care of yourself, man. You put in the work training at the gym, on the court, at the track, wherever you go. You push your body to the limit. Now, maximize your results. Discover how to unlock your inner champion with Thorne's high-performance sports nutrition line. With the most comprehensive line of NSF certified for sport products on the market, Thorne is the unquestioned leader in both quality and innovation in sports nutrition. With pre-built fitness bundles like Thorne's training bundle, you can jumpstart your training and fitness routines and help take your performance to the next level. Don't trust your body to anything else. Choose the supplement brand with the extensive third-party testing and the highest level of certification recognized in pro sports. Choose Thorne, the official sports performance nutrition partner of the UFC. Visit Thorne.com and use the promo code UFC10. That's T-E-N for 10% off. That's promo code ufc one zero. And you get 10% off, and Matt and I get the credit, and that's all that matters. I, I love Curtis Blades, but man, fuck he's Curtis. Like, yeah, he's like, I'm not laughing at that. He was just like, oh man, fuck Curtis. This is fucking I would do funny. it again. <laughs> yeah. It's hard, when, it's hard when you like both guys. Like he's when, like, when you, you love. Yeah, go ahead. No, so it's hard when you like both guys, because, uh, you know, I don't want to see Curtis get hit when he's down and i also like derek it's hard to he's like you're lucky uh you're lucky herb dean was there <laughs> it's fucking fudge it's funny you gotta laugh at that um yeah. do you want to do a couple of uh picks let's, before let's do that jimmy it's getting late you but uh oh, what man, do you think I, buddy I, this I almost whole card even, i know jim jimmy I, I, let's do the let's do three picks sure all right, all right. The champ, uh, Juliana Pena oh, against man. Amanda. That's a rough one for me, man. I feel like I feel like Juliana Pena is like in such a. Um, she's got such a, a strong self belief. I feel that uh, Amanda's going to be better prepared. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, ah. Oh, you know what it is? Because I'm, I'm kind of really cool with both of them too now. Like, so I feel weird yeah, with that too. Just, it's business. You have to pick someone. I'll say Juliana by decision. What do you say? I'm going to take Amanda because I think I have to give her, I always would have to go with Amanda until I see her, like if she fights another fight where she doesn't look good, but I want to see what she's like now fighting to get the belt again. Like what did this do to her, this loss? Is it just that, hey, it's a slow decline now because it happens to every fighter? Or does she um, does she come back and look like the Amanda who beats Cyborg? I'm going to take Amanda, and I'm going to say she wins in the uh, third round. I was going to say decision. Amanda decision was my first thought. <sighs> yeah, I'll take – I want to almost have to take Amanda – all right, man. Well, Amanda listen, man. first round. Amanda first round. Wow, wow, that yep. took a drastic turn. Yep. I'm gonna take Amanda first round. All right, well, you did. You did that. Totally the opposite of what you take. I'm gonna opposite take of what I'm saying. Right. Kai Kara France, Brandon Moreno, for the uh, interim flyweight belt.
Um, second round submission, Brandon Moreno. I'm going to say. I, I just said it. Sorry, Jimmy. That was a little combative. Kai Kara France. Yes. TKO, third round. Wow, dude. Shit, dude. Deris, uh, Deris, Derek Lewis, uh, Sergei Pavlovich. He's 15. He has not been out of the first round. Derek Lewis, first round knockout. I'm going to say part of me is thinking Derek decision. I've been wrong a lot, but I'm going to take Derek Lewis by decision because this guy has never been dragged out. And I think uh, Lewis does not fight a lot of fucking decision fights. Derek, second round knockout. Second round TKO. Jimmy, I just Kimura a man. I put his arm behind his back. I held it there until he tapped. Jimmy. Anyway, listen. Uh, Ankalaev, Anthony Smith, oh, by the way. Was... The open, opening fight, Ankalaev, uh, Anthony Smith. Um, Why are you that? Why are you even bringing that up? I just want to say I'm going to root for I'm taking Anthony Smith. Ankalaev is 17-1, and one, winning wow. a lot of decisions. I'm taking Anthony Smith. Um, I think Anthony Smith is going to surprise everyone. Been a I don't fucking, know how. Dude, he's been a beast lately, bro. I am a murderer. And yes, I like Anthony Smith. So maybe that's pushing me in towards Anthony Smith. I bet with my heart, Matt. Anthony Smith in the no. second round. You got a heart. No. Decision. Listen, I'm going to go with Anthony uh, Smith decision. Magomed second round. Okay. Oh, why? Well, you, you thought it was a different Magomed? No, I'm just saying, well, I mean, you would be able to see how Anthony feels about that. I mean, I love Anthony Smith, so. Why do you want to see how he feels about it? Why don't we just keep it between us? <laughs> we could do that. Sometimes I like to just go against you. That way you I understand that, fun. but that makes it more interesting because then one of us is right and wrong. All right, well, listen, this was well, we a- can, uh, We can't not pick- We have to uh, pick. Alex Perez versus uh, oh, Alexandre uh, Pantojo. Pantojo. Hold on, let me open up my thing. I forget. We did have another fight to do. Mm-hmm. I'll let you pick first. Press coming off a loss to uh, Figueredo, but that's been two years or a year and a half. I'm going to say Alex Perez. I'm going to say Alex Perez, second round second round uh knockout pantoja third round sub oh that's what i said Sorry. hey move over drew dober he's fighting uh Rafael alves on this on the undercard on the undercard yeah the prelims are very good as well yeah man all right let's hey. give you the proper plug hold on buddy yes, let me give you the please, proper please plug here i keep closing my window and opening it and there's a reason for that because i'm stupid that's what the reason is i'm a stupid man uh, this is an incredible card. Uh, 277, UFC 277. Pena versus Nunes 2, the rematch. Uh, now it is uh, Juliana Pena's the champion, of course. July the 30th, American Airlines Center in Dallas. Early prelims, 6 o'clock Eastern. Regular prelims, 8 p.m. Eastern. And, of course, the main event is 10 p.m. I sure would like to see Matt Serra for these fights. What? what? Where are you watching them? I'll watch. Oh, you want to come over? You can I invited you, you fuck. You're busy. Look at you. No, that wasn't a very good invite. That was a very... Well, I, I thought you were going to be... At I didn't want to invite fight. myself. Well, Jimmy, listen to me. If I'm, if you're not doing anything this weekend, come over to my house, dude, and wash it at my house. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> For the people listening, he X'd out of the screen like a little prick. That listen would be fine. No, I think I, I think I will do that. I, I, think, I think so. I'll know. I might see my dad. And my mom, my friend has COVID, so I got to make sure I don't have COVID. Yeah, um, well, well, listen, they're not invited. But listen to me. Well, if you, I'm only kidding. Of course, they're inviting your mom and dad if you want. I wouldn't it be great if I showed up with a bus full of eight family members? <laughs> Imagine that, Jimmy. I'd be like, what? Oh, oh that's so great, Jimmy. Listen, either way, I'm going to talk to you about this weekend. Yes, buddy. Thank you what to you Derek want? and thanks, Juliana. Um, 
We're just uh, really both great guests. <laughs> what did you want to plug, bro? What are you doing? What are you doing? Tonight, Fat Black Pussycat. Every Wednesday for the rest of the summer, Fat Black Pussycat. November, I'm sorry, uh, August 12th, 13th, Rochester. And then after Rochester, I also have um, Rhode Island and Minneapolis. And thank you to the people of Denver. I had an incredible weekend in Denver. And a lot of UFC Unfiltered fans spoke to me at the meet and greet. So uh, thank you guys for coming. Jimmy, you're the fucking best. All right, everybody. SarahBJJ.com. I don't know. Uh, Cameo, yada, yada. Everybody, I love you all. Fights this weekend. I can't wait. Jimmy, I'll talk to you soon. Love you all. Yes, sir. I'll talk to you this weekend. Bye, everyone.